Hi, this is Renee Christensen, and welcome to Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids. If you haven't already, I hope that you will check out my new book, Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids on Amazon. I'm very excited about today's guest. Her name is Kara. She is purposefully coming alongside her children and pointing them to Christ in the everyday things of life. The state of her children's hearts takes priority in their day to day. She admits it can be a laborious process at times with little evidence of progress, but she continues in obedience to God's word with her eyes focused on eternity. Kira lives in Ohio with her husband, Jason, of 15 years. They have four sons, a daughter, and a sweet surprise baby, number six, due in September. Kira's desire to encourage families to take the discipleship of their children seriously by providing encouragement and resources through her Instagram platform and website at Alongside Them and www.comealongsidethem.com. Well, thank you so much, Kira, for coming on and talking with us today. I really appreciate it. So first, just tell me a little bit about your family. Okay. So like you said, my name is Kira. Um, I have been married to my husband, Jason, for about 16 years. We have um, five children. We have four boys and a girl, ages um, ranging from 13 to two. And then we have the surprise baby number six coming in like September is when he's due. So that's been a joy. And, you know, we've been learning all how to accept that and just kind of walk through that with the Lord. It's been, um, it's been good, but we were, we thought our family was done. Obviously the Lord always has better um, plans for us. And so we're just walking with him through that and trusting him with all of those things. Um, Yeah. So that's a little bit about our family. So we have four boys as well, but you'll actually have one more once this one's born running around soon enough. Are yours like in order, all four and then a girl? We had three girls and then four boys. Oh, wow. So they were in order. They sure were. And our last two were big surprises and the biggest blessings. Oh my goodness. They are the sweetest boys. I hear, I hear that like the, the surprises you are, it's going to be so blessed by this. I mean, I love all my children, obviously. So yeah, we're excited to meet him. (laughs) Yeah. It's so, it is, it's a fun time. I love, I love the new baby. I love every age actually. In all honesty, people are like, I'm dreading the teenage years or something, but I love all of it. I love how much they can talk and be able to do so much more and you can watch them learn and then to watch them become adults. So ours are ranging in age from five to 25. Okay. For wow. our kids. Yeah. So, okay. That's wonderful. They're, wonderful. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you and I both think it's really important for parents mm-hmm. to disciple their kids. Yes. So why is that something that you felt like needed to be a priority? Why is it something that you emphasize in your family? Just tell us a little bit about that. I guess it's, um, it's from the Lord, you know, he had laid this on um, my husband and my heart years ago when we were actually at a homeschool conference and, um, he just spurred this on in us. Like we knew nothing about anything. We're just like prepared to just homeschool our kids. And we were worried about, you know, just the curriculum and all those just basic things that you worry about, but yet he wanted, had so much more for us. And so this whole idea of family discipleship, um, he laid on our hearts and we're like, what is this? You know, we did not grow up like this. We didn't know what we were doing. We knew nothing, but you know, he led us through that. If you just read your Bible, you know, you are, 
um, parents are commanded, you know, and responsible in scripture to be leading their children, to be nurturing their children, um, training them up in the things of God. And so we can't argue with God's word, obviously. And so that is where we, um, you know, see our, our job and our responsibility and work as parents to do that. And it's an amazing work and it's hard and it's, it's wonderful. Um, but we have ultimately, when I think about discipling my children, we have what they need, you know, our children come into this world sinners and they need the amazing news of Jesus Christ and how he came to this earth um, as a man to save them from their sin. He obeyed God perfectly and died for um, died on the cross and rose again and now has reconciled us to the Lord. And mm-hmm. they need to hear that. They That's yes. our greatest need in life. And so that's kind of um, why we disciple our get, you know what I mean? I'm just like, what else is there? We desire them to know and love Christ. And so um, that's our greatest need. So that's kind of where the Lord has us. Yes. And you've read that in the Bible and you know that it's a command. And I think, you know, that's not a command that everybody's necessarily aware of in all honesty, but it is, it's a command in the Bible. And so it's something that we definitely want to do. Ephesians, you know, I'm looking at Ephesians six, four. I love Ephesians, the whole, obviously one through four, but you know, just the, the tail end there is um, fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And then, the Old Testament, if you want to get into Psalm 78, which is absolutely a beautiful Psalm, um, I would encourage everyone to just, you know, if you're questioning, what does this look like? Just go read Psalm 78. It will clarify everything for you in regards to your children and um, how to bring them up in, in God's truth. So I love that. I love you yeah. pointing to scripture because that, yes. then we know that's the truth. I love that so much. Yes. So Amen. for your family, what does family discipleship look like? What do y'all do for your family discipleship time? I know it can change with ages, seasons sure. of life, new babies, yes. all of those oh, things. Yes, we're getting ready to get into that. <laughs> oh, don't remind me. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so as I was thinking about this question, it's really a way of life. It's all encompassing for us. So like we, while yes, we have these separate um, family worship times that we are setting aside where we are specifically training our children in the, the word, it's really all of our lives. So we are, are, are Christians. And so our lives, we, we have a Christian home. And so our lives are, Christ is the center of that. And mm-hmm. so everything outflowing of our home, what we do, what we don't do, um, flows from knowing Christ. And so it's all encompassing. It is how we speak to one another. It is how we treat one another. It is, you know, how we, Ooh, we we're dealing with this sin issue or this situation. What do, what does this look like? How do we get through this and stuff? And so, um, yeah, I was just thinking about it. It's really just a way of, it's become a way of life for us, you know, just discipling, um, our children and, Um, sorry, I'm just looking at my notes here, but really it's relationship based with our kids. Um, We're just walking alongside them and they're watching us and hopefully gleaning, you know, some hope that we, that they see in us of, um, you know, who we're serving. And then ultimately they're, they're seeing a life of repentance and faith being put before them from my husband and I, 
And so, um, yeah, that's kind of, uh, the, the overarching, I guess, theme of like family discipleship in our life. Now I did say that we do um, have specific times, you know, that we, or even to specific things that we do, but I, I never want it to be like this checklist. That Thank you. Do. Yes. Oh, yes. I love that. Yeah. I think your word of relationship is so important. That's what I said. So my book that I just wrote is training the wisely yes. discipling kids. And it's about discipling your kids and how it has to be a relationship, your relationship yes. with God yes. and your relationship with them, because I don't ever want discipleship to be a program or a box that I check off or something that I do out of obligation. Yes, I want it to be done because of how much I love God and how much I yes. love them. And those relationships are so important because we can get, it, it can become legalism Completely. and not fun if you're not looking at a relationship, but to have it being this important relationship in your life, your important relationship with God and each other, that's what really makes it discipleship, true discipleship. Yes. I love that. I couldn't agree more. And like you're saying, you're really, I have to have a relationship with God in order to give my children anything, you know, like, yeah, I can give them worldly wisdom, you know? Yeah. This is how you wash a dish or whatever, but how do you do it unto the Lord and joyfully, you know what I mean? And yes. that they have to be in relationship with me to see and, you know, to really um, work that out. So, yeah. So yeah, like you said, it's not a checklist. Um, I never want it to be like that. I want it to just be our lives with yes. them. And, you know, you have a 25 year old, so you are way ahead of me in this, but you know, I have a wonderful relationship with, with my mom. She is my mom. She is my sister in Christ. And we just desire that to just go like beyond this parent child, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It just continues. It's, yes. you know, a continuous relationship. Um, but we do have things that we do do. Like we do gather together daily for family worship. And I don't know, um, how familiar your fam- your uh, listeners are with family worship, or some people call it family devotions, whatever you guys um, would call it. But really, it's just intentionally gathering your family together, whether it's um, at the table or wherever you know you guys want to gather. But you're getting in God's word together. You're reading it. You're praying together. Um, you're singing. You know, just songs and praises to God and that has really been transformative for our family. Um, it has opened up these communication lines where it, sometimes we just go on and talk about whatever, because we just, it, it leads to that, you know, we're going yes. through the word and we're just talking. And, and now that my kids are older, we can, I mean, before we know it, it's like 20 minutes has gone by and we're or 30 minutes, you know, yes. I mean? really deep theological conversation at some points. And I love that. And family worship kind of leads to that um, or lends to that. And so I love, um, you know, that aspect of our family discipleship. So, yes, that does. That sounds like a lot of fun. So when do y'all do, where, where do y'all gather and when do you do it? Usually yes, I'm, I know we, it can vary by season. Oh, totally. But. That's fine. Yeah. So we um, just do it in our living room, usually after dinner every night. So we'll clean up from dinner and that just seems to kind of be like a time when a transition time before evening stuff. So we just kind of gather um, in the living room and my husband will lead that. And if he's gone traveling for work and whatnot, then I will obviously step in um, and do that. But yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, I love that. I love hearing that. <laughs> so one of the things I know that you talked about is how your kids memorize the catechism. So yeah, tell yeah. me why you have your kids do that, what that looks like. 
Yeah. When did they start doing it? What age? Yeah. Okay. So, um, as this kind of like overarching theme of catechisms or, um, confessions and creeds, anything that like your church would, your church would probably adhere to one of these. Mm -hmm. Um, there's hundreds out there. Um, they're so important to us because they can help us. They can help deepen our understanding of scripture. You know, these men have written these, you know, hundred question (laughs) theological catechisms and confessions. And, and we need to, to, dig in and use those to help us, you know, grow in our faith and, and deepen our understanding of things. So really, um, it started off with, we wanted to teach our kids a biblical worldview, obviously Mm -hmm. how to see the world through the truths of scripture, through the lens of what does the Bible say? Yes. And because they're being filled and combated with stuff, whether it's on TV, whether it's Mm -hmm something they see simply at the grocery store. You know what I mean? They are being taught yes. something. Or I always say, someone is catechizing your kids, they whether are. it's you yes. or not. Yes. <laughs> yes. And arts and entertainment is supposed to be, I was just, um, the, an interview that I just recently did with someone that's supposed to be the biggest influence in kids today. Yes. And oh, it's such it an unbiblical influence. They need to yes. know the truths. They, yes. they need to. Yeah. Yes. And so- I don't think there's a a better time to start that when they're little, because if they can understand who made you, mm-hmm. that you're the God made male and female, I feel like that is key for a three-year-old to even know those simple truths um, in our in our crazy world, you know, that mm-hmm. we live in. And so, you know, we start catechizing our children when they can start talking. I'll just simply ask them, you know, getting them dressed or whatever, who made you? And it's simple answer is God, God made me. And so it's just as easy as that. Again, this is everyday life. So, but then we do have yes. of time where we're sitting and we're going actually through the catechism and, and alongside the word and breaking down the question and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But just to be able to sit there in everyday moments and be able to yes. do that. And I think too, memorizing at that age is so important because oh, yeah. there's just a big difference between the amount of things that you memorize whenever you're young, how much you remember it versus whenever you get older and knowing these facts, even if they are just facts when they're little and they don't completely understand them, they know them, they have them in their hearts. Then they get into middle school when their brains are developing even more and they're able to understand it even further throughout their life. But they don't forget those things that you memorize whenever you're young. My mother, thank goodness, had me memorize hundreds of scriptures whenever I was young. And those are the scriptures that I can immediately remember. I mean, even the ones through high school, honestly, the ones that I'm memorizing now I'm doing it. It's a wonderful spiritual discipline. And I'm so glad I am. It's, it's not, hard. it's, it's harder, so much yes. harder. And actually recalling them is harder yes. than those because I, you know, and so just to have that in their hearts at an early age and to have those truths, I love how you said that too, because it helps with their biblical worldview, which no, is such wanna, an important thing. Yeah. We want to establish. So catechisms help establish this foundation for them of the Christian faith. And so, you know, they're going to be put into this world and it's almost a catechism is like an apologetics tool. Why do you believe what you believe and where are you getting this answer? You're going to, you might be tested on a couple of those things, but you're being brought up in that. And you're, you know, the Lord is working on your heart and he is, um, you know, revealing those truths Mm -hmm. to you. Like then you are 
solid in what you believe and no one can, you know, waver you. And so I think important to teach our kids that as soon as, as soon as we can. I love that. I have not been doing that with my little ones. I taught my older ones then, but I haven't taught my little ones them. So that is yeah. inspiring to me to start teaching my littles those things yeah, because I've been doing verses and I've Which, done some of them, yes. but I just, yeah, it's one of those things that I did with my older ones. And then, so we have one child, a group of three, and then a group of three gotcha. is what happened with us. And so yes. the middle group, I, but I need to get the younger group where they've got it. So <laughs> thank you for reminding me of that. Oh, that is you're that welcome. Great. That's hilarious. <laughs> so suggested resources for parents. So if a parent does want to start having this family worship time, if they want to start catechisms, if they want to start, what, what resources do you use that other people might be able to use? Cause sometimes it's easy. It's easier if you can just have something that you can grab and go, you know, just for to help you be able sure. to get started. For sure. Um, and we live in like such an amazing time right now where they, we are not hurting for resources at all. I mean, That's I know so families who were, you know, discipling their kids in the eighties and they were like, we didn't have anything mm-hmm. like this, you know, it just wasn't out there yet. And so you can type in, you can Google anything and find a resource for literally anything um, that you're looking for online today. So I'm really, really grateful um, for that. But the first thing I would say is get Bibles for everyone in your family, get them, even if they're, you know, my six-year-old has a Bible, he is not reading yet, but he is learning that we're, we're getting in. This is the Bible. This is God's inerrant word. Yes. We are opening it up. I don't know where to flip, but I know that there's a bunch of these books in here and my family's talking about them and he's flipping through them and. And we're getting encouragement from this and we're seeing, you know, wow, this is talking about sin. Look, my daddy is talking about this or whatever. You know what I mean? This, this book is very important to him. That it's a special book. Like they're able to yes. see that there's a difference yes. in the Bible versus another book. Yes. Yeah. With like picture, you know, just like, it's not a story. It's a story. Don't, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like, it's just a, I don't know. I would just encourage everyone to, they have like Bibles on Amazon for like five bucks, like large yes. print Bibles. So yeah. I don't know. We just like load up on those and. Um, you know, you can, it can be as easy as that. Grab some Bibles. I would encourage everyone to have those. And then as a parent, um, having a Bible with some nice commentary in it to help you, like we are not, you don't have to go in this and, and be like this crazy theologian and be able to exposit and just understand everything all at once. You know, that's not what is required in, you know, right now in, in family discipleship. And so, those are there to help you. And so get a good Bible that has, you know, that for you to kind of help you lead your family. Um, did you want me to show stuff? I have some stuff here. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Um, Just describe it for people that are just listening and not seeing it too. Yes. Yes, definitely. And then also I was going to say, um, we talked about singing in our family worship. We sing. So if you guys have hymnals, um, a hymnal that your church uses that you really like, I would say grab a couple of those. You can get them at a thrift store or you can get them. We have, um, it's called hymns of grace and Mm -hmm. it is a mix of like old and new hymns together. And we love it. We are not really musical at all, but yet, (laughs) you know, we're not doing instruments or anything, but we get the song done and it's enjoyable. And, you know, we've learned a lot from singing and stuff like that. So Bibles, hymnals, I think are key. And then this is called um, the family worship Bible guide. 
This is by Reformation Heritage Books. And this resource is so helpful, um, specifically for my husband, who, you know, is the one leading our family. And so what it is, it is just broken down by um, chapters of the Bible. So literally, it's every chapter from the Bible. And he, Joel Beakey, went through and just wrote a little summary about what you know, what did Ezekiel, I just turned it, Ezekiel 22, chapter, uh, verse 23, what did that mean? And there's like thought provoking questions in there. There is, um, you know, some cross-referencing you can go to, but this resource has just been a huge help for, mm-hmm. it's kind of open and go, you know, when we yeah. go on vacation or something, yeah. we just grab this and we take it with us. And so we always have this to kind of guide, um, us in our family worship. It's just a really helpful tool. Um, and then I also have this, it's called parenting with scriptures. Have you ever heard of this? I haven't. No. Okay. Uh, this is kind of new to me. Um, it says it's a topical guide for teachable moments. And I've really loved this as like a reference because it's a, it's all in alphabetical order, which I love. So let's say, you know, for example, you're dealing with a sin issue with your children and you're just like, oh my goodness, what do I even talk to them about, about this? This is, I don't know. He's, he's bragging or, you know what I mean? Like, what does this look like? And you don't have everything on the top of your head. You know, you're busy. Um, you're, you know, you're just discombobulated for the day, but you want to obviously have something that gets in the word, that's going to get you guys in the word during that to show them their sin, to be able to talk Mm. through that. And it also has, you know, discussion questions. And so this has been super helpful um, too. So I would, I don't know, I'm loving this right now. Yeah, that's great. And my friend has one that's a fold out, like a fold out menu type thing that she can get to so that it's literally just grab off the shelf that's cardstock. But yes. that sounds great. Just something to that because we want to point them to stories and to scripture yes. for their sins. Yes. You know, that's yes. that's what we want them to do so yes. that they can understand it and see. Yes. Because it's not just that you sinned against your brother or you sinned against your mom or whatever. You have sinned against a holy God. Mm-hmm. And this is this is a big problem. And so we have to walk them through that and show yeah. them that. So yeah. And there's stories that you can see of the forgiveness that God, you know, yes. I mean. Just all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. And then I don't have really have a resource for this, but, um, character building, like anything that you can use to be building character in your children. I mean, we're, that's something that's lacking in our, in our world today as you know, people are just self-focused and just self-centered and, um, you know, we need young men and women who are, you know, courageous and bold and flexible and kind and helpful. And, you know, that, that, they, that stuff does not come naturally. We have to no. instill and teach them those things. Yeah. And so I'd say find a good, um, you know, character curriculum out there. We use um, a company called Character Concepts and they've been around for years. It's the Boyers. I don't know if Marilyn, um, oh, what is her husband's name? Uncle Rick, because we listen to his audiobooks too. <laughs> it's character audiobooks. So Rick and Marilyn Boyer from Character Concepts have some excellent resources, flashcards, just all the stuff about 
um, character. So I love, um, I like to point people to that because I think that that's such an important thing to, again, as we disciple our children, their whole person, you know, we need to, you know, be building character into, into their lives and teaching them that. So that's awesome. Awesome. Love it. All right. So I know the Bible is full of verses. So I always say right now, (laughs) what is, I love that. Okay. I literally, when you, cause I saw it and I was just like, right now. Okay. I can tell you what the Lord is doing right now. (laughs) Right now, Because there's so many great scriptures. I can't say what's your favorite verse because yeah, depends on your season, your day and the moment changes all the moment. Literally it was one this morning. Now it's this exactly. Um, so, you know, we, my husband and just our family in general has had some various trials this year. Um, my husband's dad, my father-in-law passed away kind of unexpectedly. I mean, he was older, but it was kind of unexpectedly and, you know, death is sad. And so things like that happen and just all the things obviously that, that, um, come with that. And then obviously I talked about the Lord, um, adding to our family, which was not expected, you know, and so he's just doing all these things, um, in our life. And so, and then also, obviously we're just dealing with the own, our own sin of our own hearts, just daily battling those Mm -hmm. sins, um, in our own lives. And so the Lord has just always, um, you know, when we're feeling defeated or we're struggling, you know, as we look to him and we can always just, he's bringing us back to just trust in me, trust in my ways. And so right now, like you said, the verse (laughs) that we are clinging to is, um, Proverbs three, verse five through eight. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. And so when we remember this and it helps us just to trust in him, submit to his ways, which are always obviously Romans 8, 28 for his glory, for our good. Um, And so I'm just, that's, we're constantly being, you know, taken back to just trust, trust in me. So I just, um, that's been something that's been sticking out to me about trusting in God. Actually, I was reflecting on this yesterday and how trusting in God whenever we don't trust in God, it's actually a form of pride and stress is actually a form of not trusting in God for me and a form of pride. And it was something that I had not really seen that way before. Like, it's like, I kind of knew that being stressed was, I didn't like it. You know, I don't like being stressed out, but then I, as I was reflecting on it and thinking about it more and more, I was thinking, no, whenever I'm stressed out, it's because I'm not actually trusting in God fully. I mean, there's no situation that he doesn't know is already going to happen. Anything that happens in my life, he's allowing it to happen. And he can be the the one that gives me the peace and everything that I need in every situation. And so that's actually very much so I was, it's interesting. You said that one, because that specifically was what I was reflecting on yesterday as I was thinking about stress versus complete trust in God, because and whenever we're not stressed, then we can't, I don't know, like stress can lead to anger. It can lead to sure, other, you know, and, yes. and we don't need that. And it's actually, I just hadn't ever thought of it as a, an issue of pride and not trusting in God. And so that was yes. very eye opening. And so today yes. I've been like 
no matter what's happening, <laughs> I am trusting in God. His ways, his ways. Yes, it's so, so true. And you do, you, do, there is so much peace when you submit to the Lord. Yes. His, yes. His plans. You, yes. When you, like you said, you know, he hasn't brought anything. He's not surprised by anything that's happening. There's no surprises, you know, to our sovereign Lord. He is ordaining all things and there's so much comfort and peace in that. So yes. the stress aspect is, is just lies from the enemy who wants it to is. destroy that yes. you know, in our lives. And so, yeah, that's been very important just to, to trust in his ways. So, so. Great verse. I love it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So is there anything else you want to mention about family discipleship? So I just wanted to add this, that, you know, our mindset for my husband and I of discipleship goes beyond the right now of what we're doing with our children in like the everyday, you know, we desire for our children to be saved and to go on and to live Christ-centered lives where they are, um, having their own biblically, uh, uh, functioning homes where they're loving their wives and training their children. Um, and then ultimately that flowing into their churches where they're Lord willing, leading and serving in healthy, you know, solid churches. And so when I think about discipleship, it's the long view, it's the generational view of this. And so I just wanted to add that there. Yes. And it's a marathon. You know, it's something yes. that you're doing long-term, you know, you're doing it day by day and adding on a little each day helps. And it is, it's yes. so important because you do, it makes a difference. I must say, cause I had a 20 year old, is that right? Yeah. I had a 20 year old and a newborn at the same time wow. and having yeah. that perspective was entirely different. Having a grown child and realizing, no, it, it is fast. Like, yes. I mean, I could remember her being a baby and now all of a sudden she's gone and wow. Yeah. It, it just put a different weight of the importance of the time that you do spend with them yes. and what you pour into them and just yes. how important that discipleship is as a parent to your child. Yes. So yes, I agree. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I would just encourage people, uh, you know, young families don't overcomplicate it. Gather yes. your family. Yes. Um, just pray with them. you got to teach them how to pray, yeah. you know, sing with them. Even if it's just doxology every single time, it's so beautiful. Um, don't try to do a sermon with your children, you know, just open the word of God, whether it's that you just read Proverbs, you know, every day, if that's a simple thing or, or a Psalm or just start in Genesis, you know what I mean? Read a couple verses. Just and, get started somewhere. Yes. Just show them this amazing God of the Bible. Yeah. And don't overcomplicate it. (laughs) I love it. Yes. All right. So where can people find you? What resources do you personally have? Because you Ah. and your husband also tell us about alongside them. And yeah. And actually my sister is a part of it too. Sister. Okay. And my sister, she's actually the driving force behind it all. So she, um, so we have a business called alongside them where we are creating resources to encourage family discipleship. Um, We have come out with with catechism, um, flip books. And so, um, we have this one, it's called the basics. And again, it's just the, the, the title is the basics of the Christian faith. So, um, it's simple question and answer. It's got some scripture verses for everybody. So you can go online and look at those. This is the commandment catechism, which obviously is focusing on the 10 commandments. Um, we break those down and help, um, people to understand those. We have, Bible reading plans for families. You know, you want to get your kids in the word. 
um, on their own. They can have, you know, these are digital downloads. You can print and have them um, be doing that at home. We have sermon notebooks. If your kids are in service with you, um, you know, give them something, you know, to do and to fill mm-hmm. in. And then go, we, on Sundays, that's what we do for our family worship. We open our notes together, our sermon notes, and we get to see, you know, what our kids learned and um, on, on service on Sunday. And so we do copy work, you know, we're homeschool people. So we love copy work. And yes. so we turn the catechism <laughs> and we turn the catechism again, another way just to instill those, these indispensable truths of God's word in our children's hearts through copy work. So yes. Um, we have that and really we're just encouraging um, people online, um, sporadically at the moment, because it's just not making the cut with, you know, just posting and all the things, you know, I'm, I just don't have time for that right now. And so (laughs) it's kind of taking a back seat. Um, we will eventually be more, um, online, I guess, if you, uh, want to see us more there, but we do share, um, on Instagram at alongside them, you can follow us there. And then we also, you can purchase our resources, check out our resources at, um, www.comealongsidethem.com. And so, yeah. All right. And I will post links to those in the notes so that everybody can get to those as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.